welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like capital ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It would mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy. If you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy, you can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. First of all, it is a real honor for me to be here today. I remember that first day when Glenn Lundy went live. Well, first of all, when I reached out to Glenn Lundy years ago, but when he went live in the closet of his house, 
with a dream of making a difference in this world. And we were there with him. I think it was me, uh, Darian Sanders, and, and maybe his family that was there because he had a dream to make an impact in this world. And to see where Glenn took it to a thousand episodes and we, you know, we celebrated in Lexington. And then now the new rising grind. We have a fantastic team. We have a fantastic lineup. We have a great show for you today. And it's just an honor, honor for me to be here. So I want to say thank you, first of all, to Sarah McCord, Lolita Walker. We have a guest today, Kate Bowman, that's in. She's she's filling in um, for um, our, our uh, Marvin. I apologize. So Marvin is out today. And on our show, we also will have Ramon Ray going over the good news and Alexander Gonzalez. He's going to be talking about everything going on in social. So if you would please share out across all social media, we would sincerely appreciate it. He is going to be coming on and he's going to be going over all of your shares. So no matter where you're at, if you're on LinkedIn, if you're on YouTube, if you're on Twitter, if you're on Facebook, if you would please put in the comments, we'll share those comments. And I'll tell you what, your comments is what keeps us going. It's what makes us show up every single day and do the best we possibly can to, to inspire you or lift up your day. So if you please share those, we will, we will share right here. We will share your comments right across the front. We also have a fantastic artist today. And you will not want to miss this artist today. His name is Joe Wow, and he's actually blind. And it's going to be amazing to hear his story, and it's going to be amazing to hear his music. We also have a spotlight on Paul Daly. And Paul Daly is an amazing person that we know through the auto industry, but he's successful through uh, a lot of different businesses, a business coach. So we have Paul coming up today, too. So we have an amazing, amazing show for you today. So please share it out. And we're talking about accountability. So we got a message a couple of days ago that, you know, we needed to come together as a team and, and fill in for a couple of people. Last week I was out for a couple of days. And, you know, that's the reason why we uh, Glenn changed the version of this show. That way it's just not all on one person. Can you, I can't imagine him showing up all those times for a thousand days and sacrificing no matter where he was and what he was doing. So that's the reason why he formed this team. They formed this team of people that have each other's back that he knows that we'll be held accountable. He knows that if we need to adjust our schedules in order to show up and serve you, that's what we'll do. So what I would like to do is just again, thank Lolita, which will be on here, Sarah. Marvin can't be here today, but Marvin, we're thinking about you. We got your back, brother. We have Candace that all makes all this happen, that keeps us on cue and keeps us straight and makes sure that everything goes. She holds us accountable. And then we have Ramon. How can you not smile when you hear Ramon and see Ramon? How can you not have a bad day when you see Ramon? And then Alexander. Alexander comes on here and he spotlights all the people that show up and support our mission that holds us accountable. So accountability is making decisions. So last night when I found out that, hey, we needed to make a pivot, you know, I had to pivot. You know, typically I go to bed a little bit later than 9, 9.30, but I said, you know what, I need to go to bed at 9 or 9.30. That way I can get up at 4 a.m. That way I can get to the dealerships and make sure that I'm fully prepared in order to bring you the best show that we possibly can knowing that our leader will not be here today. But that's what being accountable is all about. 
It's about knowing that if you call that person, you make that one phone call, you make that one text, will that person be there for you? And that's how I want to be remembered. I want to be remembered as the person, you know, if you need to make that one phone call, that one text message, that Scott Simons and this team here, you can count on us every single day to be here at 7 a.m. for you to make a difference in your life. That way you can go make a difference in other people's lives. But it takes accountability. It takes sacrifice. It takes a leader having a vision and then surrounding themselves with the Sarah McCords and all these other superhumans that I'm honored to run with every single day. Because we know what Glenn's mission is. Glenn's mission is to make the world a better place, to be the number one morning show on the planet. And his tribe, his people, you, you are going to help us get there. And we're going to get there through working together as a team and holding ourselves accountable. So today has been just a fantastic morning. I was so excited I couldn't hardly sleep. And they said, you know what, Scott, you know, you're going to kick off the show. And I said, me? You want me to kick off the show? I said, you know, I'm still waiting for my Pop-Tarts deal. But yeah, if you want me to kick off the show, I absolutely will kick off the show. And if you'll do us a favor and share this out across all the mediums, we would sincerely appreciate it. That's how you give back to us every single day. So with that, I'm going to welcome all my team up here. And we're going to talk about accountability. We're going to talk about this amazing show we got going on today. And uh, of course, we have Lolita. How are you doing today? Good morning, Scott. Look at you bringing in all the fire. You know what I really loved about what you said, Scott, when you kicked us off? What I really love is that you brought it right back to the people. And it goes right with what you were talking about yesterday. You have such humble beginnings. And one thing you do very well, Scott, in case I have never told you, you are a powerful connector. And you can literally reach into someone, see all of that stuff inside of them, and bring them right to the table. And it's such an amazing trait because not everyone can do that. Yeah, well, thank you so much. And Christina said, I just now noticed. I mean, look at all these beautiful ladies on here and, and, and me. You know, I mean, just what an honor it is to be up here with all these beautiful people. Sarah, how are you doing today? I love I love that jacket you got going on there. I mean, oh, thank you. Thank you. I mean, I did. I thought of you when I put on my, my sequin leather. Um, Scott and I both wear leather in Kentucky, and we, we knew we were meant to be best friends forever. Um, you know, Scott, one of my favorite things about whenever you open a segment, whether it would be Tuesdays and Thursdays on Clubhouse or now on Hashtag Rise and Grind, is you shine the light on others. You will never dig into content before you share who's joining you today, who's coming up on deck, who everyone else can hear from. And I think today, you know, the theme in the morning clubhouse room was lessons learned from business titans. I think you're a business titan. I know you own 25 businesses. I think you're, you know, a legend in the automotive space. And, you know, so many people look up to you. And that is a lesson that I think everyone can take away that before Scott even started with the lesson for today, he highlighted everyone else. And then as soon as he got done with his initial share, he passed the microphone to everyone else. Like you are truly someone who highlights and uplifts others. And I think in your actions, we can learn from you just as much as from your words. So I'm just super excited to roll with you. And it's true. I actually feel a little bit like we're maybe like your backup dancers today, that you have like these three <laughs> ladies here to back up your morning segment. Well, I tell you, um, you know, and it's part, my, my mom's Italian and, and it's part of uh, being kind and being a servant to other people. And 
you know, I, I don't really, you know, have anything to prove. I don't, um, I'm very secure in who I am, um, no matter how I sound or no matter how I may feel like that I look. And for the people that are out there, you know, I've spoke in front of a bunch of people. I spoke in front of my staff all the time, but I was actually nervous. I was actually nervous to get on here today. But, you know, when Glenn said and asked, I just said yes. You know, especially if you're wanting to grow your brand and if you're wanting to 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 expand and serve others, just say yes. And then as you as you get longer in life, you may have to say no to a few things because you just there's only so much time in a day. But no, I'll always um, share the spotlight with other people because I like talking and learning. I like learning from Lolita, Sarah. I like learning from you. And then now we have Kate. I mean, Kate, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be part of the show today. I am just loving the morning show every morning. And Scott, amazing today. I love that you are definitely someone to talk about accountability. And I will just echo what Sarah and Lolita said, because you really do love to highlight other people. And one of the things that I really appreciate about you when we're talking about accountability and business titans is you are such an incredible leader. And what does a great leader do? They hold their people accountable. People need to be held accountable when we're held accountable. That's the only way for us to become the best version of ourselves. And so not only do you uplift people, but when you're telling your people, hey, this is what we're doing, this is where we're going, it's not always gonna be easy, but we've gotta hold each other accountable to do the hard things to make the biggest impact that we want to make in the world. And that's what you do with all of the people that you lead. And it's, and you hear it in your voice, you hear it in your segments. And I'm so grateful to be part of this, of today, of today's show. So thanks for having me as a, as a guest co-host. You and know, Kate, I know that people are going to get to know you a little bit better and a little bit, but also for anyone listening, Kate is a culture expert y'all. So when she says, this is how you lead, she knows, she absolutely knows. So, uh, so get to know Kate Bowman today. We're super excited you're here, as Scott said. You know what? One of the things you were talking about, Kate, is the relationship with accountability and Scott. And I just saw, as you were talking about that, Alexander, who is on here every single day, just wrote, hey, everybody, write in the comments, how important is accountability to you? And what a prevalent question. How important, look at that, popped up again. How important is accountability to you? And that would be so good to hear from the audience as well. So, Scott, thank you so much. You kicked off the show right. And let me say this right here too, Scott. Owning our yes, right? We, you owned your yes, and then you respected your no. It is amazing, and I absolutely love, love it. Yeah, I, I tell you. Um, yeah, saying yes, you know, gets you, opens up a lot of different doors. You know, um, Glenn said yes to me years ago when he came and spoke at a 20 group, and then it went from developing a relationship to now he works with our whole auto group to, I, you know, I showed up for him. He showed up for me and I showed up for him. And I think that's what true friends do. You know, like I say, people kind of joke. I said, if you, if you only have one phone call, I want you to call me. And people kind of look at me like he's serious when he says that. Yeah, I yeah. have called Scott's at five o'clock in the morning. I have absolutely yeah. have, you know, cause Sarah, if I called you, you would do the same for me. And that's the type of people Absolutely. that I want to be surrounded with. I want to be surrounded with the Marvins, the Glenn Lundys, the Lolita Walkers. You know, now Kate's, you know, popping in and, and 
filling in for Marvin, which, you know, that is a beautiful upgrade, I will say. I mean, I know Marvin's struggling, <laughs> but that is one sweet upgrade. And here I am with three beautiful ladies on a morning show across all these platforms. I, I will say, Scott, when we were piping the sound in, seeing your voice come out of Ramon's avatar was a fresh experience. <laughs> yeah, I bet people are confused. I bet people are like, what is... Although, <laughs> like, I'm... Ramon Ray does an amazing Scott Simons impression. It is spot on. You know, Ramon did a um, a southern accent on, on, um, on the show, Breakfast with Champions, this morning. And uh, we'll have to get him to go back and do yeah. that when he comes on later. I didn't hear it. It was quite funny, quite Good. funny. Um, but anyway, you know, you know, it's just, it's just, I'm proud to be a part of this team. I'm proud to have been asked and, uh, you know, just to play a small part. Um, and then look, you know, we're all one team filling in for each other. We're here to serve. We're here to give back. We're making adjustments. We're making adjustments in our personal lives and how we do things every day. And yes, we hold each other accountable to show up. We'll go back and recap the show. I'll go back and say, hey, what could I have done better? What can I improve upon? Knowing I'm a work in process. And this show is improving every single day. Obviously, we can't wait to get Glenn back. Obviously, we can't wait to get Marvin back. But, you know, we're only getting better and better and better. I mean, the StreamYard app has is, is been fantastic to use so far. So, yeah, it's accountability. And I'm going to share... No, I agree with that, Scott. And I'm going to share something I said, actually, to all the hosts before we logged on about one of the reasons why Kate is here. I mean, one of the reasons why Kate is here is she's brilliant, and you're all going to fall in love with her today if you don't know her yet. Um, but another reason why Kate is here is because in her very first segment on Breakfast with Champions, she said, I've always wanted to be a morning show host. Like, maybe I'll host a morning show with Glenn at some point. She said that. And then as soon as we announced hashtag rise and grind, I said, if anyone ever wants to sub in, if we ever need a sub, you know, if someone's out or anything, shoot me a text. The very first, it was like, beep, beep, like my phone immediately, Kate Bowman was like, if you ever need a sub, hit me up, I'm there. And so it's like they say, you won't get if you won't ask. And so it's what you were saying, Lolita, earlier about like knowing your yes, knowing your no, like Kate, even before there was an opportunity. And then when there was an opportunity, like she's always like, this is something I want to do. This is something I want to do. We asked her, she showed up and that personal accountability as you're talking about accountability, Scott, to yourself of like putting yourself out there, I think is super powerful and super important. You know, one of the things, cause I know Kate is ready to jump all the way in. I can't wait to hear from you, Kate. I see it. I see it. I was just going to say, you know, manifesting and the beauty of that is being able to articulate your goals out loud even when you're scared like even when you're scared what kate said is guess what in the event that there's ever an opportunity she didn't know it's like owning your yes in advance yes i said yes and then call me and let me know when it's happening and i'm gonna be on good morning washington on monday and i'm talking exactly this so kate come what? oh my gosh let me tell y'all about it that's amazing that is so exciting and not surprising because you need to be all over TV because that is just who you are. Uh, but Sarah, what I love and one of the things that I really appreciate about you is you notice, uh, you notice a lot of things and people. You make a lot of connections that I think other people don't necessarily see. And I see it all the time. And I see it in the show that you're building. I see it in how intentional you are about how you communicate. And I see it in the way that you interact with people. And when we talk, going back to leadership and accountability, 
great leaders see things in other people. And so, yes, I will always raise my hand and put my hat in when I feel like I want to do something because that's just always been who I am. I'm like, hey, I want this is something I'm interested in and I want to go for it. But you also recognize this in other people. You encourage other people. You feed into other people. Even yesterday, I think you said it when when people were talking about, yes, we're, you, you, you're building this show, the, the group of you, but you were like, no, every single person that comes into this room, that comments, that shares, that, that tells anybody about the show, we're building it together. And you're so good at building community. And what do you need with accountability is community. It's great leaders that see things in other people, that lift each other up, that hold them accountable. When Lolita is talking about, hey, I'm writing this book, it's, it's, it's all of us as a community that knows that so we can feed into Lolita and say, how's the book going? How's it coming? And so that's what I love about this community that we're building here and this opportunity for everyone. And so I am for it. I am, I've been for it because I see the vision and the only reason we see the vision and everyone shows up every day is because you and Glenn and Candace and the team that you're building, you're, you're showing us and we're in for it. That's why we show up every day. And Kate, that's a great point, but you've also shown up. So when you show up every single time on your segments and you're prepared and you're engaging and you share great information, when you ask, you had already put in the work. And I think some people, they do the ask, but then they don't put in the work. And then when they don't get the opportunity, they get negative or they get down. And where you put in the work. So when you made the ask, it made it pretty easy for, for Sarah to say, yes, absolutely. So, so that's just a point I would like to bring up because you've had just wonderful segments and such great shares with Breakfast with Champions. I, I, it's so true. It's so absolutely true. And not only that, but Kate has also been the person who like, if I need her to extend to 60 minutes on a dime, if I need her to fill in for someone, I think when we were first figuring out the 15 hour a day schedule, Kate might've had six different time slots that we tried out in six weeks to like, see where she fit best with everyone, just a true team player. And I just want to say, I receive everything that you said. I'm so grateful. Um, and of course, I, as, as you were saying, and as Scott said, it's really, um, a gift and a joy to be building community with Glenn because that's like his ethos is community. So to be his partner in this is something that's been really fun and really exciting. We learn from each other for sure. Well, y'all ladies, thank y'all so much for helping me get this kicked off. And now's the time to hear some good news with our friend Ramon Ray. Hey, what's up, Scott? Sign, what's up, everybody? How y'all doing today? This is Ramon Ray. Glad to be here as I move cameras and switch things behind the signs. Welcome to Good News. I think I'm going to do a single shot. Wow, I can do it myself. <laughs> That's absolutely amazing. <laughs> okay, let's get serious. Welcome to Good News on Rise and Grind. We're so glad to be here today. Live show we have 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Monday to Friday, Eastern Standard Time. It's good to be here. That segment earlier was absolutely amazing, amazing, amazing. Accountability, 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 indeed. Our good news nuggets today are how eating together builds connections. The Smithsonian's pandas enjoy their first snow of the season, and there's a new book out called The Trades of March. What happened in March 2020 for our company? Our goal with the good news segment is always to make you smarter, make you laugh, or just warm your heart. And if we do all three things, that's a bonus. So let's hear good news. How eating together 
builds connection. There's a saying that says, if you feed them, they will come. This is certainly true of children, but there was one study that looked at what happened with children that had allergies. And the study looked at some children that were in schools and how they were kind of eating a bit alone, being careful with food they have, and how their life wasn't so great eating alone. And this is Islet Fishbach, a professor at the University of Chicago Booth School of Business. And the professor is the author of Get It Done, Surprising Lessons from the Science of Motivation. And the bottom line is affirming all of you out there that like to have family time. I know Scott Simon is one who loves to eat with his family daily if he can. Ultimately, meal times are a time to come together and bond. So this affirms that eating together as a family and whatever that version of family means for you is important. So for sure, we should all try our best to eat a meal together with family and definitely friends. This is pretty cool. Smithsonian's pandas enjoy the first snowfall. And what we're going to do first on the good news segment, I'm going to try this. This may fail. We're going to show some video. Let's see how that works. You can see there are these pandas. And if y'all can still hear me, can you give me a thumbs up? Is my audio still good? Oh, great. So while I do good news here, there's some pandas you may have seen in that quick video where the first snow of the year fell to Smithsonian's National Zoo. One panda took advantage of it falling down the snow or sliding down the snow. So I thought that was pretty cool to show that. A panda come named Zhao Ji Ji was captured flipping and belly sliding down a hill in a clip shared by the zoo. So that was pretty cool that we can see that not only do our little dogs, do our kids love their first snow, but even little baby pandas. And lastly, there's a book out. Listen, the pandemic affected every facet of life, including us hosts here, right? And our business is what we're doing, including the stock market. And the founder and CIO of Home Tea Investments has a book out that talked about what happens when the stock market plunged 35% and three I'm weeks. literally standing like and the book features personal accounts from some people and talking about messages from the team compiling what happened to them and how they had to fight to save what they earned in the face of unprecedented challenges. So this is Ramon Ray. If you want to get to know me better, you can follow me on Instagram at Ramon Ray Smart Hustle or check me out at RamonRay.com. With that, let me switch camera angles. Did I do it right? Oh, I did it. This is so cool. Back with the host. How y'all doing? Ramon, you are such a master. You are becoming our master go-to for StreamYard. Look at your on-the-spot production with the pandas. I love it. Ramon, the story that I want to tap into, because they were all so funny and so good, is eating as a family. I will tell you that when I was growing up, it was not optional. You will eat with the family, and you will stay there, and we will have really good conversations. And it was just the point in time, and I value that. And I will profess and affirm that I will do better at that here because I work a lot. And what I find myself not doing is really taking that specific family time. Instead, I replaced it. Well, I hate saying this out loud, but it's true. Instead, I replaced it with the family meeting. So I am taking that. Thank you, Ramon, for the reminder. And I will absolutely do better with dinner. You are so welcome. And thank you all for the kind words being said. It's amazing doing it this version, right, Sarah and Scott and those of us who have been it. You can see the comments coming and respond like, thank you, Talks. Thank you, Mariana. Who does up next? Go ahead, Sarah and Scott and Kate. What's up? I just want to say, I, I'm going to echo what Lolita said, because I remember, Ramon, I love that you shared this. It's such a good reminder. I remember when I was little, and I'm one of four kids, and my dad 
we had this at our family table. We had to read the newspaper and bring an article so we could discuss something that we learned. And I remember as a kid, I was like, oh, this is so annoying, dad, why do we have to do this? But it was always so much fun to see what my siblings would would bring up and talk about. So I think that's a really fun practice. And it also encouraged us to learn, which is really important as you're as you're raising your kids. So I love that. And the pandas, that just made me laugh. So thanks for sharing. Thank you so much. Loved it, loved it, loved it. But glad to be here. I know we have a show to go on. Sarah, are you going to add something about good news or are we moving on with the show? Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sorry that I mixed up pandas and polar bears in the pre-show. Um, but I love that we have video now because there've been a couple of times when you've told a couple of stories and I've been like, I would love a picture of that. And also now all of the good news, um, like little videos that I sent you that you haven't put in the show yet. I can just reping those to you and be like, Ramon, we have video now. You know, the cute ones I'm talking about. I have sent you, I have sent you a few cute videos that you did not want to live transcribe, but now we can get them in there. See Kate, everybody else I can just like, you know, it's from one of our thousand of community. We love them all. But like Sarah said, hey, what do you think about this good news? That's got, you know, you kind of like. Eh, you know, I'm just, I'm just noticing that none of my suggestions have made it in. I'm going to assume it's because we didn't have video previously and not that you're not obsessed with what I send you. So now I know that it'll, it'll work through in a lot more seamlessly. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, but I love the good news uh, team. It's, it's great to do that. I have a good team that helps me with that. But I think what's cool about this, again, Glenn's vision is that it, we, we want a show, right, that inspires people. That, you know, when people wake up in the morning, there's so much that goes on. There's bad news. There's good news. But I like this because I think when I'm even learning myself, we can have fun, which, as y'all know, that's really important to me. That's in Smart Hustle Core Values, in fact. Fun and the right thing. And I think, too, if we can educate people, I think those are the three things, right? So education, motivation, inspiration. And then I like the mix. We have the personal development side. Scott Simon talks about, you know, wealth building and, and his journey of health and things like that. And Lita talks about her mindset. And then we have core business as well. Many people here are coaches, consultants, speakers, and et cetera. So I'm having a good time. Love being part of this team and uh, excited for the day ahead. And um, yeah, and Kate Bowman, you're like crushing it. Love it, love it, love it. Love your sessions and everything you bring to it. So glad you're here, part of the family. You've always been part of the family. Glad you're in this seat on the bus in the family. <laughs> you know, what well, well, Glenn's vision and our vision is bringing positivity. You know, the whole show has been and will continue to be nothing but positivity. We're going to have some entertainment, some great news, sharing your comments. And, you know, if you turn on the local news, I don't watch the news. I haven't watched the news for a very long time. Go just turn on primetime news and it's negative. It's all the negative stories. It's 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 causing division. It's causing, um, yeah, it's just, it's nowhere to be. So I stopped watching the news a couple years ago. So sometimes somebody will say, well, did you hear about this or hear about that? And I'm like, no, I'm sorry, I didn't. Well, how did you not know this? How did you not know the stock market dropped X amount of points? Because one, I don't day trade. Two, what am I going to do about it? So, so the positivity with the show and sharing all the good news. And I tell you what, Ramon, you're probably one of the most positive people and elected people I've ever I've ever met. Thank you so much, Sarah. Before you do that, I just want to say thank you all, if you don't mind, Sarah, 
I'm going to jump off camera unless you wanted to talk to me so I can help prepare for our next segment. Is that cool, Sarah? You want to tell me something? Talk to me. Well, I was just going to actually say to Scott's point, really and truly the vision, we're solution-oriented people. And we know statistically that right now the impact of social media is a net negative. People are less connected. They're more depressed. We know that the media landscape is siloed. And as Scott said, people are becoming more divided because of their content. We literally can see the trends and research around that. And so creating a space in the morning where you know that you will become more connected, more uplifted, have a better day. You know that whether you're driving your kids to school or getting ready for work, it's something that's going to prepare you to be stronger in community, stronger in personal, professional, business, and spiritual development. That space doesn't exist right now. And that's a space that we're all creating together and we're super passionate about it. So you really hit the nail on the head with that, Scott and Ramon. And just like that, hitting the nail on the head, guess where we are going? Accountability. We're talking about doing it scared. We're talking about walking all the way into it. We are going to our musical guest this morning, and you all do not want to miss Joe Wow. Hey. Hey, welcome. We are hey. so excited. <laughs> What's up, man? Uh, I was not able to hear myself, so I'm using um, a headphone, um, AirPods. So I hope you guys can hear me good. Loud yeah. and clear. Nice, nice. I'll, I'll take them off when I start singing. Thank you so much for inviting me. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. I, I was listening to all of you guys. Nice. I just feel, you know, sometimes we feel a little nervous before we perform us. When you have the, when you have a heart, you always feel like a little emotion, right? And you guys just make me feel just home. Thank you. All right. I'll start. One second. Okay, I'll start um, with a romantic song, a Cuban song, Longina, and then we'll go to Africa. Yeah? So come on with me. Goes. En el lenguaje misterioso de tus ojos. Hay un tema que destaca sensibilidad. En las sensuales líneas de tu cuerpo hermoso, las curvas que se admiran despiertan ilusión. Es la cadencia de tu voz tan cristalina, tan suave y argentada, de ignota y realidad que impresionada por todos tus encantos se conmovió mi mirar en mí la inspiración por ese cuerpo honorado de belleza tus ojos soñadores tu rostro angelical, por esa boca de concha macarada, tu vida tan imperiosa y tu andar, señorita, te comparo como una santa diosa, longina y seductora, cual flor primaveral, ofrendándote con notas de mi lira, Tú fibras de mi alma, tu encanto juvenil. 
ofrendándote con notas de mi vida, con fibras de mi alma, tu encanto. Thank you so much. Joe, wow. All I can say is wow. <laughs> it is Lolita. And I will tell you, I know everybody wants to jump in. I can't wait till Alexander gets here to hear <laughs> all the comments that were coming in for you. But all I could do, literally, you took us on a story ride. You took us like on a journey through stories <laughs> were talking to us and then the drums came in and I just came back from Kenya and I had my eyes closed and I was just moving and moving and grooving. So I want to say thank you. Um, I do oh, have a welcome. question. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> nice I do thing. have a question. The question mm -hmm. is this, when you close your eyes on this particular song and just are one with it, where do you travel to? I, I, I kind of travel to a place of unconditional love, a place where I bring uh, a message from that place to you guys and also to me because look, all the learns I have uh, in this life, um, it's not only about um, 
trying to show something to people. It's, it's something for me to, because I learn with you and I learn also with myself, you know, um, you know, being uh, gay, black and blind, it, it has a lot to, to care, you know, and plus when you come from a past, when you have, you know, um, traumas like rape and become blind, all of that make me always accepting this gay, black, blind person. And I transformed that in what I'm today, therapist, a composer, a singer, entertainer, and I believe in unconditional love. That's, that's a place that takes me and then come back to, to bring a so message. Much. Thank you so much. Yes. And who needs labels? Gay, black, blind, <laughs> you are, you are defying stereotypes, honey. Yes, moving over <laughs> to Sarah, yes. Oh, Joe, wow, this is Kate. You are, that was amazing. And I'm like Lolita, I had my eyes closed in the beginning and <laughs> I was just feeling it. And then when you started the drums, I am just dancing and you can feel <laughs> the emotion and the passion. And that is what I love about musicians is you can just wow. feel, I just felt your love for the, <laughs> for the words that you shared and how you were playing it. I would love to know from you, who inspires you? Who are some of the artists that you love, that you listen to, that really help inspire you and your music? Uh, first of all, I'm an inspiration because I'm alive and you are an inspiration for me because you're here and I'm learning with you. So we humans, we connect. Uh, but my favorite singer is from Brazil. Her name is Fafá Blaine. And then I have this other singer from my country, Cape Verde. Uh, in the west coast of Africa, uh, Gardenia Ben Hosh, and uh, Gloria Stefan. Um, so I, I have much more, but these are people that, uh, these are, uh, are musicians, uh, songwriters, uh, singers, entertainers that took me out of that darkness and, and helped me feel okay with my body, with all my surroundings, you know? <laughs> Sorry, I talk too much. <laughs> no, you're you're awesome, I, and and I love I I love that you just shared that we all work together and you're an inspiration. We're inspirations. I just love it, and I felt it. I feel it. Keep playing your music. Keep sharing. You're making a, a huge impact in the world. Thank you, thank you. Wow. So wow, wow, that was incredible. We're so grateful that you were here with us. Um, and we would love for you to come back and play us another song in a little bit. How does that sound? Thank you. Did you do that? It sounds good. And let me tell you something. When you guys say Joao, like it's, I didn't know my name sounds so much energy in, in your, in your, in your voices. <laughs> Thank you so much. Are we, how, how do you say your name? How do you say your name? So I know for next Well, it, it's, a, it's a Portuguese name. Huh? It's a Portuguese name and it's, uh, it's, you say like João, João. But I like that way, like Joao. It's very well, we, we were inviting. looking at the pronunciation cue, and I guess I totally misread it. Um, no, it's too bad nice, I missed but, that, but I girl. Love it. I love it. It's, so it's, it's, it's Joao, so we know for next hour. Is, it, is that correct, Joao? Yeah, you can call me Joao. Yes, feel it, Joao. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Well, we uh, will work on that. Elizabeth Sky, I just saw your comment, your comment pop in. Thank you for all you do to bring us musical artists. We appreciate you. Thank oh, you, yeah. Joelle, for being here. You guys and hear me, right? I am, I'm sorry. Uh, okay, you guys hear me. Thank you so much. Sorry to interrupt, but thank you so much, Elizabeth, for this opportunity. Thank you so much. <laughs>
thank you so much for sharing your gift with us this morning. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Morning, and I'm super excited because um, we get to go from one superhuman to another as I get to introduce my good friend, Kate Volman, who is a CEO who believes in massive optimism, who's a founder, who's read every book in the history of the world. If you ever quote a book and say, where is that from? Kate Bowman knows the answer. I'll actually tell you really briefly. Ramon was doing a good news segment the other day, and I was like, I think I heard somewhere once that you could drink a cup of coffee and then take a nap. And Kate Bowman goes, yes, this author, this book. Literally anything that anyone ever references, one of the great things about having Kate Bowman in your phone book is she will text you this author, this book. She's a master journaler. She runs IG Lives, and I can't wait to hear from you. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. I have not read all the books, but many, many books. And yes, I do. I do love reading. And I'm so excited again. I'm just so grateful to be here. So excited to see all of you and be part of this incredible community. And I just wanted to share a little bit you know, I, about what I believe. And I believe that we're live, we live a more fulfilling life when we're creating and connecting. And I feel very blessed because I started my career at a chamber of commerce. And in doing that, I learned so much about entrepreneurship and leadership and advocacy and community and relationship building. And I'm so grateful. And what I also learned while I was there was I learned about how to bring an idea to life. And we all have creative pursuits. There's things in our life that we really just, we feel called to do. We feel called to start that business or share that message or start that podcast, whatever it is. They are those soulful activities that just bring so much joy to our life. And I have had many of these in my life, as have you. And one of the, this story that I remember from years ago, when I was in my 20s, I was mentoring this girl. She was 13 years old. And we were out for, for ice cream. And we're sitting and having ice cream. And she said, looks at me and she says, do you have a boyfriend? And I said, no. And she said, why? Is it because you're ugly? And I said, what? No, why, why would you say that? And she said, if you don't have a boyfriend, it means that you're ugly and nobody loves you. And my heart broke at that moment because I looked at this beautiful little girl and that's what she believed. That was the world that she was living in. She believed this. And so it was at that moment that I thought, oh my gosh, I need to do something about this. I don't want any girl or any woman or any person believing this. And so I decided, I said, hey, I'm going to start this program and I want to help girls with their self-esteem and their, and their leadership. And so I started this program. I called it FAB, Female and Beautiful. And I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to run this program, but I thought, hey, I'll figure it out. And so I reached out to some of my mentors and friends and I created a curriculum and I invited and I created this whole thing. And I said, hey, let's do this. I didn't know where I was going to do it. And then one of my friends, she was actually running this program at the local community college at, for summer school kids. And she said, do you want to have the program here? And I said, yeah, let's do it. 
And so I ran this program and it was so much fun. And I did it for five years every summer. And it was so inspiring for them, but also for me, because I took this idea and I ran with it. And one of the things that I recognized is that I've done this my entire career. When I worked at the Chamber of Commerce, I started a women's program. I started a young professionals group. I started small group masterminds because I had an idea and I thought it would be helpful. And I saw what the people in our community needed. And I was so grateful to meet so many incredible people and connect with them. And, and they helped me. They lifted me up. They saw things in me that I didn't see in myself. We were talking earlier about leadership, and that's what I love about leadership is that we get to see things in other people and lift them up and inspire them and help them fulfill their destiny, fulfill who they are and who they're meant to be. And so I, I think back to, again, to my career, and there were things that I really wanted to explore. Like I, I decided, hey, I, I really enjoy writing. Maybe I should write. And so I, I reached out to a, a local magazine, and I said, hey, can I write for you. And so I ended up getting a column in this magazine. I had no right asking for a column, but it was something that I wanted to explore. And so I just decided to explore it. And I created these things. I remember when I was at the chamber, I, before smartphones and before everyone was doing videos, I had this little pink flip cam. Do you remember this pink flip cams like from way back when? And I would take it out and I would start to ask questions of these business owners because I love sharing other people's stories. I love highlighting other people's work and what they're doing and what they're putting out into the world. And so I would do these interviews with them. And so people that remembered me back from my chamber days, that's what they still remember me in that flip cam. And I remember, uh, you know, one, t one year I decided, hey, I think I want to maybe try living somewhere else, but I don't really want to move, but I don't really know where I'd want to go. And one of my girlfriends lived in South Carolina. And so I packed up my car and I drove to South Carolina and I spent a few months there just to experience life and have new experiences and opportunities there because it was calling me. I felt like it was meant for me, just like some of those creative pursuits are meant for you. I started a podcast called Create for No Reason and because I really started it because I do believe that life is more fulfilling when we're exploring our creativity. We're exploring our creative pursuits, things that just bring joy to our life. I work with so many leaders and so many people that, yes, they're building a business, they're building a team, but they've lost their joy. They've forgotten that when you're pursuing your creativity, it enhances every area of your life. It makes you a better leader. It makes you a better business owner. It makes you a better partner to your friends and your colleagues and your relationships. And so what is that for you? What are some of those creative pursuits that maybe you've given up, maybe that you've stopped? And it can be anything, right? It's singing and dancing and cooking and photography and art. All of these things, when you explore them, so many things show up for you. And that's really what I love about life and building community and meeting new people is that you have this opportunity to learn and grow with each other. But those ideas that you have in your heart, they're meant for you. They are 100% meant for you. And when we explore them, that's the only time that we know we're becoming the best version of ourselves that we can absolutely be. And that is what I love about leadership. That is what I love about life. That is what I love about building community. 
And we all can support each other in that. We all have this opportunity to create for no reason. And when I say that, I always laugh because, you know, it's create for no reason. But also there's a reason because when you're creating and you're putting things out into the world, like Scott Simon said earlier, you know, when you show up every single day and you start putting in the work, you're preparing for something. You're preparing for something that doesn't yet exist. You're preparing for your future that you see, maybe you see that vision and you don't quite know how you're going to get there. But man, if you're preparing every day, if you show up, if you're holding yourself accountable, hold yourself accountable to your dreams, to your creative pursuits, to the things that you really love that are meaningful to you, then you're going to live this most fulfilling life, this life that you love, that you love showing up for. A couple of uh, years ago, I got into poetry. I am no Lolita Walker, but I do really enjoy poetry. And I wrote this poem because I believe everybody is creative. Not everyone thinks they're creative, but everyone's creative. We all have creativity inside of us and it's inside of you. And it shows up in the way that you lead and speak and, and have communication with your friends and colleagues and partners. And so I wrote this poem. It was one of my first. And so it's called, we are all artists. And so I want to leave you with this. We are all artists, not because we paint beautiful pictures or write poetry, but because we care deeply about our craft and choose to pursue it. Our work is more than just an output of daily activities that result in a paycheck. Our work is about creation, contribution, exploration, and making an impact. It's the teacher staying late to help a student get better the programmer who never stops speaking in code, the comedian who gets on stage every night even when nobody laughs, the hospital janitor who takes pride in an immaculate operating room, the entrepreneur who knows her idea will change the world. We are all artists when we follow our creative genius. Your passion is not what you do. It's how you breathe life into everything you pursue. We are drawn to those who exude passion, like a lighthouse shining brightly in the midst of a dark storm, their excitement draws us in. They inspire us to believe in our ideas, to push when we lose faith, to try even when it feels impossible, to know that we always have more to give. We are all artists. We practice our craft. We pursue greatness. We fight mediocrity. We live for small moments that ignite big ideas. We believe in progress. We love change more than we hate it. We laugh at perfection, we grow every day. We praise our heroes, we fall, we cry, we get up, we laugh and keep going. We build alliances, we notice talent, we embrace adversity, we trust the process, we pray for patience, we hope for a masterpiece. We are all artists, so we continue to do the work. Kate, that was so extraordinary. And I have to tell you, it's so hard to share who you are in one of these short segments. <laughs> and I love the fact that you literally took us on the journey of, you know, hearing this small girl with this reflection, which broke my heart as well, thinking about how you can make this impact in the world for people to understand their worldview and step into a place of optimism, a place of creating for no wisdom and for no wisdom, for no reason. <laughs> 
you don't need wisdom. You don't need a reason. You don't need anything. <laughs> Hopefully creating with a little wisdom. Create for no reason. Um, and then you end up with a poem and it was full of wisdom and it was beautiful. And I think, you know, my mom's an artist. I don't know if you could. So like, I love anything about artistry and also how you talked about artistry being poetry, being writing, um, being painting. So I just hope that every single person listening got to know you a little bit better today. We're so grateful for your time. Drop in the comments if you learned more about Kate Bowman. And I'm excited because you're going to be sticking around. I now have the privilege of introducing our interview guest, Paul Daly. And then I know that all of us will get to ask him some questions in a little bit here. So, Paul, I have to look at your clubhouse bio, to be honest, because you have done so much, right? You're not just an automotive. You're not just a brand strategist. You're not just a, a husband and a foster dad of four. You're not just someone who works with Simon Sinek. Like, your accolades are bananas. So I'm just going to read this for a minute. It doesn't say his accolades are bananas on his clubhouse profile. I admit that part. Um, it actually says, founder of Automotive State of the Union, CEO of Brand Marketing uh, agency congruent co-founder contagious auto.com with kyle mounts here brand instructor for simon Sinek, clarity compressed podcast on which you've had gary vaynerchuk donald miller chris doe guy kawasaki okay i have so many questions for you and i also need to specialize <laughs> in helping people get unstuck so i think this is the perfect day for you because we're talking about lessons from business titans so my very first question for you, because I love the fact that you want to help all business owners who are stuck, is if there's one lesson that you could share with someone right now to move the needle while they're listening, what is one thing that anyone can do today to get unstuck? Um, first, thanks for having me. It's great to spend some time. It was nice to spend a little time in Kentucky I together. Right in. I'm That's, I love it. I love it. Let's do it. No, let's do it. Um, yeah, we're going to help serve some people as best we can today. Um, I think that the one thing, and it might sound a little bit simple, but uh, the first step is keep trying. Um, it, it's really easy to give up in business, um, in life, especially in the climate that we're in. And, um, you know, what I've really learned over the years and, and what I've observed from the titans in business that I've had the privilege of just spending some time with is that they just keep swinging the bat and they give their best at bat, their best effort every day when they get up. And sometimes the best effort um, might seem small. Sometimes the best effort, you might feel like you ran, ran miles that day. Um, but the, the, real, the real secret is that you, you just have to try. And whatever your best effort is right now is the one you should do. I love that so much. They always say, um, if you haven't quit, you haven't failed. Um, I so I think that's super powerful. So talk to me about, um, cause you, you're, you're doing so many things and I'm curious, is it kind of like, are you a, do you identify as like a multi-passionate entrepreneur? Do you have a nonlinear career path? Are you just layering one thing on top of the other? What does that look like for people who are like, I have all these skills or I have all these interests, or I feel like I have all these ways that I can serve. How do you, um, kind of operate in all of these different spaces at the level that you do? Yeah, you know, that's a question I've been getting a lot lately. I've been putting a lot of thought into that specific thing as well. Um, a lot of you may know Dave Meltzer. He's my personal business coach. And um, he's been helping me frame this up quite a bit in the last few months. I think first, start from a place of gratitude, understanding that I know a lot of entrepreneurs in this community, um, you know, or people with a side, right? People with this mentality, first of all, think it is a blessing that you have so many thoughts and so many ideas and so many points of inspiration because a lot of people woke up this morning with none. 
right? So I think first start to see it as a blessing and not a curse because it's easy to feel overwhelmed by it. I know it's easy for me. So the way I basically think of it is this. I used to think of like the importance of stopping doing things that aren't valuable and start doing things that are valuable. And I've since shifted my perspective this year because of Dave Meltzer's coaching. And he said, actually, you need to stop worrying so much about what you should stop doing. And you should start thinking and investing your time and energy and thoughts into how can you make them all work together? And then it'll become very clear if something can't work with everything else. And so it's always been me. I just said to my EA yesterday, um, Danielle, we were talking, I said, because I just have added another email account to my email. I was like, now I have another email account for another company. I said, I wonder what it's like to just have one, <laughs> right? I wonder what it's like when people just have one email and they run one business and it's all about that. And, uh, you know, my wife would say to me, I'll come home and say, how was your day? I'm like, oh my gosh, we did this and this and this and this. I was like, yeah, it's really tiring. She said, you wouldn't have it any other way. And I was like, yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> so really all that sum summed up to say, think about how all the things in your life can work together and how you can make those synergize with one another instead of thinking, what should I stop doing? What should I start doing? I love that from a philosophical perspective. And we do love Dave Meltzer. He's on with us um, every Friday at uh, yes, 10 a.m. Eastern and Clubhouse, which is such a privilege. Yeah, come back um, to check him out. <laughs> for sure. So I love that philosophically, but talk to me about from a branding perspective, because I know this is a pain point for a lot of business owners. Yeah. They're like, do I, but do I talk about one thing on Monday and one thing on Tuesday? Or do I talk about one thing in January and one thing in February? Or do I talk about one thing on Facebook and one thing on Twitter? How can they kind of have, like, how can you be a whole person in your life and in your business and in your brand? I think for me, it has, it always starts with what I would say being the same person. And um, I have to be the same person across whatever, um, you know, company or brand I'm trying to like talk about in the moment, whether even whether I'm like just talking about my own life or my personal life, um, you have to be the same person. And, and I, for me, my benchmark is when I get home at night, my wife, Sarah, um, you know, she gets to decide whether or not I'm the same person, because if I'm this way on the internet and this way, when I'm repping this company in this way, when I'm repping this company, first of all, that's exhausting. And secondly, um, it's, it's inauthentic. So when it comes to a brand standpoint, though, I think you need to find the common threads across what you're doing, um, and that way, and that way, it, it it is authentic across um, across you know the spectrum. Now, it's like it's similar to work life balance, like it's like brand brand to brand balance, and understand that it's never it's never the same thing twice. So, like if you were um, you know a, a tightrope walker walking between two buildings, right, and you get your balance pole. And you you find your balance spot. You're like, okay, the balance spot is right here. Now, if that person says, "I'm going to hold the pole exactly in this position and keep walking," right? They're going to die because the, the conditions aren't the same, right? The breeze mm. is going to blow. Their body weight's going to change. They're going to shake a little bit. And so that's what it's like between the brands for me, practically speaking. It's never it's never a perfect balance. I'm always balancing. And sometimes, you know, one thing will need more attention because there's an event or a special engagement. And then, you know, one gets left to the side a little bit, but then you, you know, you have to shift and sometimes that's going to need more. And, and really I deploy that same thing in my, in my work life, family life thing. Um, I try to make it again, back to that synergy thing, try to make it one life, but it's okay. It's okay. If, if it goes like this, because I think it, I personally think it's pretty unreasonable to, to have the perfect balance all the time in everyone, especially when you're doing a bunch of different things. 
I think you're absolutely right. And in a minute here, I'm going to have to share you with all of my co-hosts who are excited to ask you questions. But I think I have time for one more, which is that I noticed in your profile that along with being a father of four, you're also a foster parent. And mm -hmm. as you're talking about um, this balance, I would love for you to share a little bit about that journey and maybe share some encouragement with some people who are on that path, because I know it has its unique um, blessings and challenges. Yeah. Um, I, it has been an amazing blessing in my life to be a foster parent. And I think one of the, one of the biggest, um, one of the biggest, I guess, I don't know if it's a piece of advice, but I always say like everyone gives what they can. Some people can, you know, write a check. Some people can actually give of their time. Some people have margin in their home and in their life to bring another child into their family. And uh, fostering is a major challenge. Um, our first, our first placement uh, we, we picked up our little Jaden right from the hospital and he's been with us now for uh, two and a half years, but we were able to adopt him about six months ago, which was an amazing blessing. That's uh, we amazing. Have, we have another placement in our house right now who's only uh, That's two, incredible. two months Congratulations. old. Congratulations. Thank you. And um, just, it, it's a lot of work, but understand it's like, it's, it's like any service. It takes work, right? But the, the reward on the other side is, is definitely worth it. And if anyone ever wants to reach out and talk foster parenting, um, I know it's a community that needs a lot of support, and I'm happy to give it. Amazing. Hey, Paul, this is Scott Simons. How you doing? What's up, my friend? Looking good this morning. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. It's my it's my makeup artist and everything that got it this morning. It's called uh, my wife. No, I'm just kidding. Um, hey, first of all, you and I are kind of run in the same circles, and I've never really had the opportunity to to really get to know you. And everybody that meets you just brags about what amazing human you are. Oh, and these goodness. are people that I admire and respect a lot. So, you know, it's, it's a pleasure to meet you. So tell me, um, I know you're passionate about the automobile industry. Mm -hmm. uh, and I've heard your name from Brian Benstock and a lot of people. And hopefully I'll get to see it in ADA, which is, oh, yeah. coming, which is coming up here in a couple weeks. I'm going to reach out to you. We're going to have dinner. We're going to connect. Let's do it. Please. Um, but how did you? By the way, that's how a business titan networks. He just fits that in before the question. All y'all yeah, watching. Yeah. We are connecting. I need to get. I need to get in that man's network. But anyway, Paul, how did you get involved in the auto industry? So tell me what you're passionate about the auto industry, and how did you get involved in the auto industry? And it's nice to nice to talk to you this morning, brother. Yeah, a lot of uh, like a lot of other people. Um, it found me. I didn't find it. I didn't grow up going into car dealerships. I actually stepped in my first new car dealership in my early 20s. Uh, we always bought cars off the side of the road when I was growing up, very blue collar family. Um, my my uh, Somebody who went to my church was a dealer principal of a small Chevy store, gave me a job as a service advisor. I was like, I don't know anything about cars. And he was like, that's okay. I have technicians that know about cars. I need somebody that knows about people. Uh, I fell in love with it. I love the hustle of it. Um, then I started a, a reconditioning business like six months later with that dealer principal's uh, kind of blessing and got me a of a leaky Ford or Chevy Astro off the wholesale line. And then I just built a reconditioning company over 15 years uh, from just me in a van till about to about 50 people in the Northeast and started learning about the industry, started making relationships, started making content to serve the whole industry. I mean, you know what it's like once it's in your blood, it's in your blood. Um, and so like, I felt that my love relationship with the auto industry has been kind of like a growing one over the years but now I am convinced that there is no other industry in the world that touches so many lives and can make impact on so many people. And so I'll, I'll fight, I'll fight for it till the day I die. Yeah. We share that passion and I, I totally agree with you. I've been in the auto industry for over 25 years and uh, you know, I just, I love the people. I love the challenges. You know, I love working for Carter Myers automotive group. They're a partner of mine. 
And, you know, I know you've had a chance to meet lives and moving lives forward. That, what, that's what it's all about. But it's amazing. I look forward to seeing you in NADA. Brother. I can't wait. It's a date. Yeah. <laughs> it's a date. Hey, Paul, how are you? Thanks What's going on? Yeah. yeah, I have a question for you. On your website, um, you talk about pursue clarity and what that really means. And I love that you're so clear in what you do. Yesterday on the show, I talked about this equation that I have for success, clarity plus confidence equals commitment. And Ooh. I was, oh, right. Oh, it's that power punch right there. Um, Write that down. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, listen, I would love for you to talk to us just a little bit about when was it? Do you remember when it was that you decided to pursue your clarity? Oh boy, um, I, I think there's not a there's not a moment. I think like a lot of people, I start moving in a direction, a general direction. And uh, for me, I've always just kind of been like driven. You know, it's just like I I don't do anything to wake up and like want to do something. Um, I've really I've really come to understand clarity, which I guess if you just say when I say pursue clarity, it's really kind of uh, kind of a broad statement. Like, what exactly does that mean? And and what I mean by that is is perspective. I've been able to define that over the years. Like when you walk into the mall, I'm going to the Apple store um, and you find it on the little map there, it's totally useless and then, unless you know one piece of information and that's the you are here, little red dot, right? So that now gives me perspective and I say, oh, I need to turn right, go upstairs and there's the store. So um, like for me, it's always looking for perspective and that's what I try to do is, is help people just have little nuggets. And that's what this show does, honestly. This show has done this for me over the last year. You, you, you jump in, you hear all these other great people. And what it does is it's really like a mirror. It reflects back on you, right? It always brands and people, they reflect your own values back at you. And it helped give me perspective of like, oh, actually, I thought it was aligned this way, but actually I need to turn 45 degrees this way. So um, I feel like if, if I can do that with my life and my work, um, then, then I'm successful. Shift. I love that you said that. It's that little, I, I, I'm big on imagery and that little red dot, everybody can remember, like you are standing right here, right now. Yep. So you we are here. Thank you so much. You are oh, here. Thank you. Oh, Paul, you are awesome. Thank you so much for being here and for sharing. I, um, first of all, you have a very calming energy about you which is really <laughs> wonderful like as you're speaking it's very common I just wanted to say that I wrote down that it's a blessing to have so much inspiration because I forget that I think that so many people in Breakfast of Champions we're all very multi-passionate and sometimes I forget that there are people that they have forgotten their inspiration they've forgotten their dreams they don't get excited to wake up every morning and jump on breakfast at champions at five in the morning. And so it really is a blessing and a gift. And so thank you for that reminder. And I also would love to ask you because you obviously do lots of big things. I would love to hear what are you most excited about this year? Oh, on the, the personal side, it's my goal to spend more time, quality time with my family than ever. So I'm keying up to bring people on trips with me my whole family sometimes we're real seven deep uh, we're going to dallas to the 800 club uh next month so scott if you're gonna be there uh, you'll see me and in, in all of the the daily family glory but uh, from a professional standpoint um i'm about to launch a publishing company um called automotive state of the union it's an organization that i started 18 months ago during covid just got dealers together and the first live stream had thousands of people show up we've had live events uh we have a weekly email and now it's an official company. We're, we're bringing on a little investment capital right now. 
and uh, we're going full on publishing company. So, um, you know, if you want to be a part of that or sign up, it's a so to.com a S O T U. That's what I'm so excited about because again, that's going to allow me to impact lives and try to give more people perspective. And so that they can go ahead and bless the thousands of lives they come in contact with every day. So I'm pumped about that. That's what's keeping me up at night. Did you see Scott writing that down? I oh. saw Scott writing that down. Wait a minute. Did I hear investment? You're did. investor. Did you Lolita, did you see it? I got I like, saw, look, Scott was like, let me, what's that website? What's going on? Is there some investing going on here? I love um, it. Man, I would love to hear some more information about that. I've heard people that went to the events, Brian Benstock, obviously, and Liza, mm -hmm. both two people that I admire and respect a lot have talked you know, so much about you and, and I, they, they attended that event. So yeah, I would well, love let's connect because, um, because it's going to be one of the first publishing or the only publishing company owned by dealers. So um, that's going to flip the script on, on dealer first and dealer centric contact. So yes, we will connect. There you go. Scott's going to have dinner and we're going to talk investing before that. That's how business Titans do it. Yeah, that's <laughs> well, right. Exactly. And it's so powerful how this theme keeps coming through today. Cause we were talking about Kate. She said, I want to be on a morning show raise your hand she's on the show right scott is like before he even gets to his question he's like live on five different networks i'm going to tell people that we're going to connect right then you say i'm looking for investors scott says i want to invest like i think this is just such a a powerful moment for us all to see how just you know make the ask make the connection um and paul i'm excited actually because we have time to ask you another question Great. And I want to ask you a little bit about your podcast, which we haven't been able to talk about yet. And we have a ton of podcast listeners on here. So I would also love to know if there's a favorite episode that you have or someone who you spoke with. And then again, um, I know that you just shared where your automotive state of the union website is, but where people can listen to your podcast because we're a big podcasting community. For sure. Um, I have two podcasts now. The first one's Clarity Compressed uh, that I'm about next week is going to be four years of a weekly podcast. So episode 208 is coming in hot. Um, uh, last, last, uh, two weeks ago, I had Jocko Willink, which was like kind of a lifetime hero of mine. Um, I've had Gary Vaynerchuk and all these people. Really, I can say that the discipline of doing a podcast mm -hmm. every week has been the unlocking mechanism for so many good things in business and life. And after, you know, 200 episodes of a weekly episode, uh, what it's actually done, you know, I started a podcast because Gary Vaynerchuk was like, you need to start a podcast. And I've had the privilege of working with him directly in a mentorship program, but that was like a hundred episodes later after I started it. Did you and find your AirPods? Later. So, I mean, you can hear, find it anywhere. It's called Clarity Compressed. Clarity Compressed. It's on Spotify, Apple, I, you know, everywhere else. And I also do a daily podcast now called The Automotive Troublemaker. It's a quick 10 to 15 minute shot with my business partner, Kyle Mountsier, where we talk about automotive news, culture. We have the sec, we talk about cryptocurrency, what the kids are into, right? Because I have teenagers, so I feel like I have the inside scoop on like what's cool and what's not. And I typically don't understand well, what's going on. Paul, I'm going to make my ass, but I want to talk to you about all these bad ASS things you're doing on your podcast so we can bring over the Brexit Champions podcast. Let's I'm do so, it. We're all just going to hit you up afterwards. Um, I definitely, I'm, I'm going to follow up with you on that for sure. Yeah, Sarah, is this weird? I, I want to go on his podcast. Done. Well, first of all, I want to go to dinner. Let's have dinner with him first. Podcast. Don't you take him out to dinner, Scott. Hey, Let's be real. That's a no. true Southern gentleman. He'll take you out to dinner first. No, I'm taking him out to dinner. I mean, I'm going on the podcast first because dinner's too far down the road. I'm going on the podcast first. I'm taking dinner, and then I'm giving him money. I mean, goodness <laughs> gracious, Paul. Is it the beard? Is it the, what is it? It's that, it's that, it's the, the trusting beard. Like, uh, I'm the only guy on here. What's wrong with this picture, you know? 
Well, I mean, I actually think we'd all like to connect with Paul. I'll just speak for all the ladies too. We're all gonna, we're gonna be, we're gonna be hitting you up because I think here's the thing. I, I, one of the really special things about the Brexit Champions community is that we all are a collective network connected to everyone. We're all doing big things. Like I love that you wrote down what Lolita shared, even though we're interviewing you. You know what I mean? Like that's to me what's special about Brexit Champions, and you're so one of us. You're our people, Paul. That's why we're all, we're all trying to get at you. I love it. Thank you so much. When I feel like I'm with my people because I am, because I am. Well, well, Paul, on behalf of the Rise and Grind Nation, on behalf of my amazing team, our amazing team here, I just want to say thank you for joining us this morning. Uh, I learned a lot about you. You know, we're going to have dinner and I'm going on that podcast with these other wonderful people and maybe giving you some money too. So this is exciting. Uh, but no, thank you so much for coming on with us today. We sincerely appreciate it. My pleasure. It's been a blessing, and I'm sure I'll see all of you very soon. So, so Rise and Grind family, it is now time to find out all your comments. What's going on with the comments? What's going on on the social media streets? And I, I'm honored to turn it over to our friend, Alexander. Alexander, what's going on out there, brother? What is up, everyone? Alexander Gonzalez coming to you live from St. Petersburg, Florida. And I am here on these social streets to share with you what you guys have to say about the show today. I could say this. Today was a little bit tough trying to find an outfit to wear because I've yet to replicate or reuse an outfit. So I'm looking a little blanched out. Now we know this is not one to know. I appreciate you guys always being here for me. Zora Maria coming in hot with her quote. Always love you, sis. She's slaying it over on LinkedIn. In fact, very few quotes to comments today on LinkedIn. Dora Maria was taking it. But I want to start first with everyone's love of, and I don't want to mispronounce the name, Jao, the musician, because wow. And I love that everyone was closing their eyes and go, being transformed and transported with him. And we heard South Salcedo uh, give us a bunch of dancing woman emojis. Uh, Sarma said, whoa, Christina Howard said, very talented. Definitely had me moving my feet. Sal also said, excelente, Joe. Viva la energia. Christina Howard coming in hot with right, Lolita? Who needs them labels? And then Jeannie Snyder-Chamberlain, Kate Bowman, thank you for your words. Your poem sets the stage for this particular day and can't wait to share it. Dora Maria said, at Paul the Daily, awesome insights. And yes, all things in our life can work together in intentional synergies. Christina Howard, the queen of Twitter, coming in hot with, be the same person across whatever brand you are in your life. Be authentic across the spectrum. And those were some of the things that really stood out today. And I agree, being fully authentic, being fully you, understanding who you are, and letting that penetrate all areas of life, good, bad, or otherwise, is genuinely, in my opinion, the best way to have success. Because you don't want to be success and really be a mess because no one knows who you are. Well, Alexander, I appreciate you chasing these comments down. I know that as we've moved over to StreamYard, people are like, wait, we're on Breakfast with Champions Facebook. You know, we're on, we're, we're definitely just exploring how we can grow and share with you on the Breakfast with Champions platforms. But y'all find us. And I love you sharing these comments, Alexander. I do have a question for Scott Simons, though, because... Paul is the first um, interview guest who he has offered to take out to dinner. So I'm wondering if people on social can comment 
if Scott Simons was going to take you out to dinner, where would you go? Where would you want Scott Simons yeah. to take you to dinner? Share on social um, what your Scott Simons green dinner experience would be. And maybe we can hook that up. I don't know, Scott. Maybe that's something we can yeah. give away to our listeners. Yeah, I can tell you right now what we're going to have. We're going to have, we're going to have Pop-Tarts right back there. <laughs> For look. dinner? Hey, look, I wanted to show everybody. Look at this. So this is the one where I took off. This is the one with the sides on and this is the one that's not so it's about 10 percent. so if i take off the sides i can actually eat one more and i won't pick up the calories so <laughs> i just wanted to follow up on that so i'll share pop tart with you first of all that's incredible but alexander i'll ask you first and then we'll get it going on social if scott simons was going to take you out to dinner where would you want to go and why uh prime new york city uh, for a nice piece of very expensive steak on his check. <laughs> I saw that you invested two million with Grant, bro. I know what you got in your bank, bro. It's not just a restaurant; it's a destination experience that we're we're building into this. Where not where would done. I want to see on social? Where would Scott Simons take you out to dinner? We'll we'll get that trending. And so you'll we love got, it, we got it all. We got pop tarts. We got kosher. restaurants. I'm sorry, what, Alexander? It's completely kosher. It is one of the hands down best restaurants in New York City, completely kosher. So you can't have any dairy at that restaurant. So there's no cheesecake for dessert, but the steak is off the chain. You know what? Since you're planning a destination um, trip for Scott to fly you round trip to New York City, I imagine you guys could go to dinner and then go somewhere for cheesecake. But since you're making it exactly, a, whole, exactly. a whole experience when Alexander's involved, Lolita. Where would Scott Simons take you out to dinner? Let's get this going. <laughs> well, Scott, I'm local, so you can take me to any amazing seafood restaurant, and let's do it. I'm signing up. I'm local, too, think, and I, I eat think, seafood. I'm I just saying. We've already got it lined up. I think it's Lolita, Sarah, and Candace, right? We, we're going to do, yes, yes, yes. do it in the beginning of February. But that was before we knew that you were taking us to dinner. Now that we know oh, that yeah, now we're changing where we're going. Oh, I thought we were going to Pizza Hut. <laughs> I don't even eat cheese. <laughs> okay. Gentlemen, where is Scott Simons taking you to dinner? Listen, I kind of feel like can we this is like a dinner party situation. I feel like I want the I want a dinner party. Like I want all of y'all at the dinner and I want it to be a fun experience. And I would actually think you you talked about New York, so I'm like, oh, can we go to New York and then can we go see Wicked? That's like a dream of mine. But I've also done it. I've done it. Yeah, I've done actually, it, Scott Simons, instead of instead of dinner on her show, he does dinner and invest in your business. Because that's how Ooh, Scott Simons. Yes. Right? Why do you get on a show when you can do dinner and an investment? Yeah, dinner, investment, and a show to celebrate. I want all. I want all the things. I, I need to raise my credit limit on my card. I can see. <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh, Candace, where do you want to eat at Candace? Where do you want to eat? I want to go actually, to Morris. I want to go to Morris. Uh, what is it? Morris Steakhouse. Candace, where do you want to go? Oh my gosh. I think, you know, I'm a Maryland girl. Like I grew up in Maryland and oh. I now am landlocked in Tennessee and it's seafood for me all the way. Like I need to go get some seafood in my life. Like I was just in Florida a couple of weeks ago where we had the most amazing fresh fish and now I'm back in Tennessee and I'm like, what the heck? I'm missing the seafood. You know, there's actually one more thing I have to share while we're all on screen. And I love Elizabeth. Let's make the hashtag dinner on Scott. Hashtag dinner on Scott. Share where you'd like to go. I love it. <laughs> but I actually want to clarify something really important. A lot of you have asked, you know, where is Glenn today? And he actually planned this. It was going to be dinner on Glenn. But when he knew that this was the direction yeah. of the show, he actually called out just so it would be dinner on Scott. They're longtime friends.
So that's the answer to that mystery question. And why it says I'm not Glenn Lundy, Glenn put that in as well so that the hashtag would be dinner on Scott. That's what true friends do, right, Scott? Hey, you know, all these beautiful people, and if I can, you know, bring a smile to your day and have some food and some fellowship, maybe a little bit of wine, Alexander, maybe, maybe. Of course. Um, uh, bourbon, 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 wine, wine water okay um but anyway uh we'll we'll go and have a great time it would be my honor to go with y'all beautiful superhumans but let's get that trending y'all we want to know your restaurants and who knows maybe maybe when we hit the 2000th episode of hashtag rise and grind someone will win dinner with scott we'll see yeah. we'll see if we yeah. can make that happen absolutely what a fun segment what paul what a great guy i mean what a great guy Oh my gosh. Super yeah. That's the first um, guest I've ever um, introduced by calling them bananas. And I think it fit. I was like, there's no other way to explain this resume other than to say his accolades are bananas. I just, it just felt right. The fostering of the children is what blew me away. I, I don't know what, what else you could do for this world to be more of a kind human than something like that. So amazing. And I think you're right. I think I think being a superhuman in life and a superhuman in business, we we generally see that those two things go together. Super, super, super powerful. And um, I'm also speaking of super incredible humans. We have Joao back with us um, right now to play another powerful song. Cannot wait to hear from him. Um, and so with that, I'm going to pass the mic over. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Well, uh, we will start with this song called um, Santiago. It's like a tribute that I'm, I, um, I'm paying honors to my, to my Africa. Cape Verde doesn't rain. So this song is like calling the rain so people can have a better life. And then we're going to dive into samba and kind of lambada rhythm uh, to the song that calls our attention to our high um level of consciousness to bring the love to our hearts uh, let's go let's all take a deep breath and come with me come to africa let's go to africa Santiago, me convoco, minha Maria, Santiago, nossa esposa é bom trindade, Santiago, Santiago, santo de tudo cimenteira, nós é Deus que crê Santiago. Me convoco, minha Maria, Santiago. Notas suas é bom trindade, Santiago, Santiago. Santo de tudo cimenteira. Tell me about Santa, nostalgia, old loneliness. I want to share a fast love to me, this best thing. I want a heart, I want to keep it. 
my gosh. So good. That was so good, Joao. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, thank you. Joao, I was switching. Go ahead, go ahead. I was switching the airpods, so I, <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't hear the, the emotion. Woo! Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, we'll do it again for you. Woo! <laughs> incredible, 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 incredible. That was Some, good. Listen, some of the comments are coming from we see dancing emojis. We hear people saying that they have gotten up from where they are. You are bringing them right back, not only to Africa, but just getting something in them. Mariana just said, so much fun. Wow, so, thank you. Yes, wake up, wake up, and get moving. That's what Elizabeth Sky just said. And Tim Hutt, close your eyes and feel the vibe. They <laughs> love it. Yes. So I just want to just tell you, thank you so much. And I think mm -hmm. one question that I do have for you, are you ready for questions? Oh, yes. I love questions. All right. Listen, I thought I was in the room with you. I was dancing wow. all around. I was jumping, jumping, jumping. For and now, yeah. Um, one of the things I wanted to ask you is what can we do to support you to oh, keep them bringing this music? Thank you. you. Look, just the fact that you guys have me here, you, you guys don't understand the way that Africa has been left, the, the poverty, and the country where, uh, where I came from, it doesn't rain. People have to live. And it, it, it used to be so important, Cape Verde, in the triangle commercial in between Africa, uh, the America continent, and Europe. And today it's just, you know, it's, it's poor. So for me to be here to bring my music that I'm a Cape Verdean that sings to the world, it, to me, it's so incredible. I, I really uh, don't have words to appreciate. Thank you so much for letting me I just get so emotional. But, you know, but to support, you, you can, you know, I'm, I'm in more than 150 platforms, you know, Apple Music, all these places where you can, uh, check out my two singles. I have two singles out there talking about love and one that I did for Virgin Mary life here in the, in, in, in Los Angeles. Uh, just, you know, um, my name is, is, is right there. I don't know if they can see my name, but yes. if you can just Google that name, uh, and then you will see all the platforms that you can come up and buy my music streaming and do whatever you want to do it because all I do is love. So if you're getting caught, in this con uh, contact uh, with, uh, with uh, love energy, we all are fed for the next level. Yeah. Well, guess what? We are so excited to have you on Clubhouse because the comments are going crazy. People want to talk Thank to you. you and hear more about wow. you. I'll tell you that you inspired me. I write poetry and as I was wow. listening to you, I am writing a poem just about this experience. I guarantee it. And those drums wow. were in my body and as I think of my audiobook, I might be calling you. Thank you so much, man. And you guys are making me believe, like the, when I was hearing the comments, when, uh, oh, by the way, Scott, invite me to the, the dinner too. Thank you so much. I love <laughs> to eat. Absolutely. <laughs> it was but, uh, fun. And uh, let me tell you something. Um, with all the things that I went through, and right now this acceptancy and all this love and all these things that, that I transformed in my life, people, uh, you guys are part of it. Because 
uh, humans, we are connection. If we don't connect to each other, we like lonely, sad. So of course you gotta believe in yourself first to make it happen. But this connection, when people get together and forget about all the wars that we have in the world, and we all connect for this moment, music moves us. Whatever is going on in our lives, music moves us. And this was the movement of love. Thank you so much, man. Thank you so much, Joao. We're so grateful that you were here today performing for us. We're so grateful we'll get to continue hanging out with you and all of you on Clubhouse in the after show for the next 30 minutes. I had so much fun today. I know we all did. And I have to do a few special shout outs. A special shout out to Ramon, who is a StreamYard wizard, doing all these chats, bringing the comments. We're so grateful for you. We had some Panda bear footage, not a polar bear. Big shout out to Candace who makes everything happen. Big shout out to Kate Bowman on her first hashtag rising bride appearance. Y'all, you better get into her poem and everything that she talked about in this after show. Ask her some questions. Scott with that beautiful opening on accountability, on leadership, offering to take all of us to any dinner we want. That's what I heard, at least the host. Um, Lolita always bringing the fire. Glenn, of course, who we wouldn't have this show without every single one of you listening, commenting, sharing. Alexander in the streets, getting your comments across all of the social platforms. Tim Walsh Phillips will be popping in tomorrow. Paul, who's also on Clubhouse, so you can ask him questions. I didn't get to ask him about Simon Sinek. I don't know about y'all, but I want to ask about that. Um, so get on over to Clubhouse. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for watching the replay. And we will see you over on Clubhouse. Absolutely incredible. I am so grateful to every single one of you for hanging out with us today. Um, again, so on stage, we have Scott Simons who kicked us off. We have Ramon, who was, you know, part of the good news segment of running the show. We have Elizabeth, who coordinates our music. Kate, who did that pop. And Joao, who performed for us. Lolita, one of our main hosts. We have Dora Maria, who was killing it in the comments. We have Brad, who's coming up. We have Paul Daly, whose interview was absolutely incredible. I mean, this stage is banana. So let's talk about today's show. Flash your mics if you want to ask anyone on stage a question. Go for it first, Scott Simons. Who are you buying dinner for first? Um, well... Uh, it sounds like to me it's going to be the ladies in, you know, when we go to Northern Virginia here soon. Um, and I would be honored to do that. But, you know, I just wanted to say thank you all for your support. Um, you know, now that the show's over, I don't get nervous very often. I truly don't. And I'll be, I was nervous as hell filling in for Glenn this morning. Um, I, you know, I went to bed early, uh, went to get up this morning. Um, and I, I was quite nervous. And I just want to say, you know, just because I admire and respect Glenn so much, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to let him down. But I just want to know that uh, I love our team. I love our community. Um, and our artist today is what our show is all about. If you want to know what our show is all about, just go back and watch our artist from today. And that is what our show is all about. So thank you, Sarah. I'll pass it back over to you. 
And thanks, thanks everyone for their support. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, Scott. You uh, just did us all proud today. It was a beautiful way to open the show. You are such an incredible and important and foundational person in Breakfast with Champions and hashtag Rise and Grind. Um, and for anyone who's brand new in here, we just we tease each other a little bit because we love each other and we love you so much, Scott, and your generosity and how you just network with every human is incredible. Who else has a reflection on today's show or a question that they would like to ask anyone on stage? If you heard Kate Bowman's poem, Mario, did you have any thoughts today? Hey everyone, it's Mario. Um, first off, I just want to thank all of you for the wonderful show that you guys brought in this morning. The energy is fantastic and it's very contagious. So I thank you again for that. Um, so the one thing I want, I took away the big thing is, is, is from Bill, but he's not here anymore. But the one thing he mentioned, like the whole, like, like the, the keep on going and from someone from my, like who has had the career of, you know, just making it happen and just the ups and downs and tribulations of life. Uh, if anyone's listening, it's just more of like, take that advice, really just keep going. You may not see the progress right away, but if you just keep, going and continue to fail that eventually it will happen it's just it's just inevitable it's just something will happen what that will look like you may not know but it just it will happen and i just want to thank you all again for bringing the fantastic energy and i'm just so appreciative to be here absolutely you know bill said that and paul said that as well also my clubhouse is sometimes glitchy i see um, a phone on paul's profile but paul if you're there feel free to unmute um and tap in on this lolita what do you think yes, sister yes what a powerful couple of days i am loving it i just wanted to uh talk about history being made today kate woman was the first you ready the first poet on hashtag rise and grind and i must say i am so excited that poetry is pushing its way up in the artistry so thank you so much elizabeth thank you kate more to come. I'm in love with it. Thanks, Kate. You were amazing today. Oh, my gosh. Oh, and Dora Maria, we will come to you momentarily. Kim, I know you had a question for Kate, um, and then Dora Maria will come next, but I agree with what Lolita said. Absolutely incredible, Kate. Absolutely incredible. I. This is a question for Kate and Paul, if you can hear us. So both of you shared such beautiful examples of how you saw something in the world that you didn't like you thought should change and you didn't just accept it to be it wasn't one of those things that you just said oh i wish that was different you actually did something about it so kate with you creating your organization paul with the organization you're creating right now like i i absolutely love that is that something you grew up with where does that come from were you always that way um, and if someone's looking at things that they want to change, what might be the first step they should do to create actual change for something they want to alter? Done speaking. Oh, I, um, I will go, I guess I'll go, I'll go first, Paul, and then I'll pass it over to you. Um, Kim, thank you so much for that question. And, and I, and I love that question. I think it's beautiful. I wish I knew the exact answer. I don't know if it's always something that I have, but probably not. I really believe that it's the people that we surround ourselves with that really push us. I think when I start, I'm so blessed to be able to have worked at the Chamber of Commerce because I saw people 
in our community making an impact and making a difference. And I was so inspired by them that I almost felt like, oh, then I can do it. If they're doing it, then I should be able to do something. And I almost didn't even really question it. And I think when we feel so powerfully and strongly about something, it goes back to, to Lolita's where she talks about that clarity and, and con confidence equals commitment, being so committed to making a change. It's almost like you get this feeling like I can't not do something about it. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't know how it's going to look. And that's when we turn to our mentors and friends and leaders that we see doing big things and making an impact. And then we learn how to do that. And so I think that that's one of the beautiful things about mentorship and leadership is that you get to be part of community and find the answers, find how you're going to actually make an impact. But I think it always starts from when you have that deep rooted idea or you see something that you want to change, it's up to you to just take that one step, that one small step. And in doing that, you're going to attract those right people that give you those answers that help you push that idea forward. So I will pass it over to you, Paul. If he's here. Oh, oh no. I, I literally, I am here. I just got off a phone call. I don't know if you saw the icon there. So you flipped it to me and I'm not sure what you flipped. <laughs> no problem. No, Kim, um, Kim, who is incredible herself. She asked a really beautiful question and really just asked you, the, you saw something in the world that needed to change. You saw something that was really important to you. Was that something, have you always been that way where you just decided, Hey, I'm going to take this step and make something happen. Or how did that come up for you in actually taking action on your idea? So, um, geez, I wish I had something like really deep to share, but I don't, I, I literally am wired to just move and I see something and I, I, I go after, I'm just wired to want to serve other people. It doesn't always, you know, happen obviously, but, um, one thing that I've tied it to is become one of my favorite verses. I just, uh, I designed uh, a pair of Nikes and I kind of like drew all over them and it was Galatians six ten, which basically says, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone. And so that's, that's become really a, a central point of, of what it is. Like I always tie what it is that I want to do entrepreneurially with, okay, what good is this going to do? And it doesn't mean it has to be a not-for-profit. It definitely doesn't mean it has to be, you know, a charitable thing, but, um, it really definitely with a service mindset. So I, I, I keep that, that verse as my kind of guiding light as I have opportunity let let me do good to everyone and so obviously the word opportunity and entrepreneur go hand in hand so i feel like you know that's that's kind of how i look at things that could be the um <clears throat> the theme verse for this room and this group and i am so appreciative of both of your answers thank you so much for sharing absolutely incredible um love hearing from all of you and that was a great question kim dora maria what would you like to share this morning, sister? I saw you lighten up the comments like always. So I know you have some thoughts on the show today. No, I totally love it. And I am meeting all facets of the multi-talented Kate. I I can't just wait for the next talent that I'm going to uncover with Kate. So this has been, it, that was like a bonus as well. But I a thousand percent agree. Do good to everyone. Because the community, I really feel the community drives creativity. And then that creativity is what inspires our souls. And if we can keep that as our North Star, I don't, the things that we can come up with in this world would be amazing. 
and I'll land my plane with that. Thanks. <laughs> I am a Kate super fan as well. So I'm right there with you. Uh, Mary Lynn Wilkins, I see you flashing that mic. What would you like to share? Hey, this good morning. Good morning. You guys did awesome holding down the show again. And love the little, seeing the little comments, that's StreamYard that does those comments across there. Yes. On the screen. But anyway, that's just so fun. But what I was going to say is, Kate, your poem, you know, I'm a Kate, I'm a Kate fan. Okay. And um, her poem made me think, I can be creative. I don't sing. I don't draw. I mean, I do, but you know, stick figure pumpkins. Um, there's not many things I'm like technically creating. Wait, 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 wait. How do you make a pumpkin out of a stick figure? I actually feel like that would be harder. <laughs> no, I know. It's a stencil. So I'm like, that's, I'm being, that's impressive. I'm being absurd, you know, in the absurdity of the, my lack of drawing. <laughs> so um, I, I am creative though. And that's what Kate's poem made me realize. I'm creative in the way maybe I host holidays. My son always said, you made holidays so special. And I would do these extra little things, turn a sconce upside down and like put a star in it, it look like a Christmas tree. Or the way I problem solved, I was always the team mom. And um, people come to me and say, what do you think? How can we handle this? So you don't have to draw, sing, you know, uh, do poetry or whatever to be creative. I, I'm learning that my problem solving like Paul and Kate did for their things or the way I host a party or the way I was acting out as team mom. I am creative. So I just think that's really an awesome poem, Kate. Thanks for the share. Thanks for making me realize I have a creative side. Oh my gosh. That makes me so happy. I am so glad that that's, that was the purpose of it. So I'm glad that you feel that way. And Dora Maria, thank you for your comments as well. And Sarah, I just feel so much love and I was so grateful to be part of the show today. It really is amazing. And what you're building is remarkable. And I was so excited to be able to contribute today. So thank you again so much for having me on the show. Well, thank you so much, Kate. And again, and we've said it a few times, that's one of the things that's incredible about this community. I know that, for example, Michelle McLean says all the time, we all rise together. Um, and I think that's one of the special things about Breakfast with Champions is that we are a group who's drawn um, and, and, and Paul said it too, like, these are my people. We are all people who, who like to achieve, who like self-development, who like to uplift others. And it's just a really powerful space. So speaking of Paul, Kate, I know that you had a question for Joao, and then I do want everyone on stage to have the opportunity to ask Joao or Paul questions while we have them here for the next 15 minutes or so. Oh yeah, I did. Well, I really just, Joao, I just wanted to share with you that, one of the things I appreciate about your work is how much fun you have. You can tell how much fun you have creating. You just brought me, like when you said, close your eyes and envision you're in Africa. I'm literally like envisioning myself dancing with, I mean, it was just so, it was <laughs> such a, it was such a beautiful song. And I have Thanks. to say, it, you made me laugh and smile when you said something about giving you a kiss and then you went, Mwah! So I wanted to give you a big kiss because you brought so much fun to today's show. And I absolutely love your work. So thank you so much. Wow. Kate, right? Yes. Thank you so much. I love the energy uh, that comes from you. Uh, your voice sounds nice. I love it. It's very sincere. I can, I can feel it. And I'm an I'm energy, um, how do you say, therapist, you know? So I feel those things. 
and really um you don't know how important it is for me and, and you know with these things happening like with these opportunities it's like it tells me that all the resistance and and doubts and um fear uh, it's part of but it's not the definition of your life because uh when i'm able to come here and make it happen uh, it's really truth and there is no impossibles in this world you know what i'm saying uh things things do realize do happen and you guys make me feel like uh, like because sometimes i get nervous like oh how can i how I, I was I used to ask myself, okay, how I'm gonna project myself to the Americans or the English speakers? Uh, how do I do that? Because sometimes the, we are in our own box, but sometimes it's easy because it doesn't matter if if it's a Latin or if it's um, English. We are humans, and when there is a good heart, the 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 Asians will also open the the doors you know what i'm saying the americans the africans the the whole planet so thank you so much for that um kate for your your words absolutely um louita i wasn't sure if i saw you came off mic or if you were clapping you and alexander both are like so supportive that i never know if you're about to chime in or if you're clapping <laughs> you something to share? yeah i was absolutely clapping but i talked to joao i thought that was amazing i think one of the things that kate didn't talk about this morning before we get to questions for our other guest today who was absolutely phenomenal i must say um kate didn't talk about create for no reason and how you are helping others create through your upcoming journal kate and um i think that that's just so powerful because what kate is doing is fusing not only her journal prompts but also leaving space for you to create on your own so create for no reason lives on lives on Oh my gosh, Lolita, I just love you. Yes, I'm creating this journal and, and Lolita has been amazing because in the creation process, this is what's so fun about working together. I have been sending Lolita, I'm like, what do you think of this cover? Does this look good? Give me your feedback. And this is what I love about creating with other creators and we're all creators is that we get to build community and work with each other to create something that we really want to put out into the world. So Lolita, thank you for always encouraging me. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Now let's dig into our other guests today who just came through. I think from the, and then Professor, I see beaming in, but wait, is he on or still on the call? Let me check. No, Paul's here. Oh, hey, Paul. I was looking for, oh, there you are. What's Paul, up? Paul, you are taking the automotive industry by storm. And the question that I had for you was that you just started your publishing company. And I heard you say, hey, we will be the only um all autom automotive and so my question is what inside of you drove that passion for automotive publishing so uh very very simple is that i believe the automotive industry has the largest opportunity to touch the most lives and serve serve the most communities uh, across the country there's just a touch point in every community and i think we have a bit of a, a pr problem the perception of the retail franchise automotive industry is is wrong um, you know, we've earned the perception over time, but most people don't know about all the great things and the balance shifting within retail automotive. And so, um, you know, most automotive publications now 
are very lightly read, like Automotive News, which would be the biggest, only has you know 50,000 print editions in circulation, only about 150,000 people touch one every month. And But there's probably 3 million people that work in dealerships and with vendors. And so I, I just knew I needed to do something to draw a really big circle around all of those people and find a way to get them all together and singing off the same sheet so that uh, we can really make the impact that is pent up in the automotive industry in a better way. So uh, none better. And you can connect any part of life to a vehicle, which is why I love it from a brand perspective. Like you don't have to work really hard. Vehicles are part of, you know, new new births and marriages and going to college and taking kids to soccer practice and girls night out and everything. So, um, you know, it's just it's just kind of an all of life thing. You know what I love about that, Paul, is actually it was Monica, of course she's on stage, who I will never forget about a month ago, um, said that she never knew that there were so many nice car salesmen in the world until she came into Breakfast with Champions. And we had a whole discussion around that. And it's so true. And I love what you're saying that like, right, there's this terrible stereotype, right? And I can I can lean into it because my dad and my brother are dentists, right? So I hear people all the time like, oh, there's nothing worse than going to the dentist. It's like getting a tooth pulled. But like, uh, dentists are some of my favorite people. And it's like the same thing with people be like, oh, you sound like a used car salesman. It was actually a very funny moment on Clubhouse when someone um, said that to Brian Benstock and he said something along the lines of that's right, number one in the world. Um, but I love <laughs> what you're saying, Paul, around this idea that whenever we're in an industry where there's a stereotype that people you know, act some kind of way, and I know that that's part of your, your bio as well, showing the humanity of the people in the industry is really one of the best ways to teach people that it's people. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny that you mentioned the dentist thing, because uh, one of the things we talk about in the industry is, you know, there's there's a big a big poll that said, you know, people actually ranked buying a car from a dealer lower than going to the oh, dentist. Wow. Right? Well, like, so it was like that one in five people is afraid to go to the dentist. So I can't even imagine what that right. means for buying a car. Right, but here's the thing, you can put off going to the dentist unless you have an emergency, right? Buying a car is something that you kind of have to engage because you know, you're know you a need buyer, like you need a car. So it's like almost feel like going into a terrible situation or a situation you think is going to be terrible, but you have to do it, you can't put it off. So I totally, I totally understand. and. I think that that really is a good lesson across the board. It's easy to to judge based on stereotypes and perceptions, but um, you know, getting in there and spending time and knowing and touching and feeling and you know, rubbing elbows with the actual people, you know, oftentimes uh, we're surprised. Well, and it's super interesting too. And I have to have you. I have a um, a show on Fireside on Mondays called Business with Champions. Brad was actually my guest this week, our moderator who's coming up next, and we talked about branding on everything from women's deodorant to cigarettes. Um, <laughs> it was it was quite an episode. Um, but Paul, so I'm kind of geeking out over the. Um, the, the brand perspective there for a minute and what you're sharing. And it's so interesting because once again, one of the things that we lean into in the dental space is thinking about this idea that if people have this preconceived notion and you can tell them that you're actually going to solve that thing that they're afraid of, how what an opportunity that is for you in the market. So if you're a dentist who's gentle and kind and not going to rush you and listen and that you don't have to be afraid of. And I'm curious in the automotive space, so like how do you kind of help dealers therefore and, and in your upcoming state of the union and things like that, how are they leaning in? Like, is it leaning into, you know, 
combating those stereotypes, that the future of, of tech and automotive and everything that we're learning about the environment. Like, I'm just curious, what are some of the things that you are like forward facing, looking into in that space from a brand perspective? Um, it's always the same in any industry. It's just, you know, more challenging in some uh, other, some than others. And, and really what I, in the automotive, I'd frame it up as like, you have to transform from pitch man into person. And so as a, as a dealership, you have to like really engage culture in a way that isn't about selling cars first. Um, cause, because people like doing business or move closer to people that are like them. And I always talk about brand as a feeling and not as a logo or tagline or manufacturer or service that you offer. It's actually the feeling you generate. So if in the dentist, in the dentistry industry, you would think that, um, a dentist who is fun, who knows how to have fun, who also has credibility, who can show you that like, oh, they have kids too. There's things that they, they're afraid of too. Like here are the top 10 things your dentist is afraid to do, you know, as much as you're afraid to go to the dentist, right? And you make that person human and all of a sudden it becomes like, oh, right? Like they understand me. So it's the same strategy with, with car dealers that you can storytell around like, what are the interests? How do they understand what's going on in your town or community or the, the latest kind of trend on, on the internet? And um, that's what really, I think, builds brand connection in any industry where there, you know, there's some hesitancy up front. Like they have to see that you're a person or human, that you're actually a kind of fun and nice human to be around and not the person that's going to, you know, like stick that high, high whining drill in your mouth. Absolutely. All right. I think we have time for one more um, question or reflection before our next segment. Amanda, go for it. Hello, good morning. Um, gosh, it's been such a great couple hours. I've actually been here since 5 a.m. I have not uh, stepped away. Um, but fantastic rise and grind. And I just have to bring it back to just rise, evolve, impact together. Like for Glenn to not be here and for you guys to just put on such a fantastic show. Um, just... Uh, speaks volumes to what he has, what his vision was and what you're all a part of. And I'm happy to be here to witness it. So thank you so much for that. You're a part. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, who else? I heard someone come off mic, but I couldn't see um, who it was. If I was one more person wanted to. is a part. Don't be trying to act like you just witnessed it. Girl, you are a part. I will also say, um, LA to have you. Okay. I received that. Thank no, you. it's so true to have you and Joao on stage together. Um, really speaks to me as well about the power of audio, um, and us coming together to have two brilliant, um, blind performers on the stage at the same time. And, and, and people who are just making such a oh, wow. in the music space is something that's really powerful. Joao, do you know LA Williams, the blind master? Wow, I, I I didn't know, but it's always nice to find a, 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 a you know a, a friend, you know. And LA, <laughs> I, I want to say colleague. I was like, I think it's too formal. Joao performed for us twice on hashtag Rise and Grind this morning before you joined the room. I don't know if you're watching on another wow. platform. No, no, I, I'm, I'm, I didn't get a chance to check it out. I just got to the office. Um, but I'm definitely gonna go back. I'm sure it'll be podcasted, so I'm gonna check. It yes, out. it's on the podcast. Oh, wow. Thank you very much, man. And you can also find us on. You can. We will be able to watch the replay anywhere that we were. You know, on YouTube, um, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and um, Joao sang and played the bongos, and it was amazing. 
Yes, representing, you know. I, <laughs> this is always always my brand, you know, gay, black, and blind. And when I say this, people, it's not like to victimize myself, but it's to show that you can't make it. If I'm making it, you can't make it. And the world, the, the, the planet is for everybody. No one has the control of anything. We are here equal, equal. So whatever you decide to, to do in your life, as long as you don't hurt yourself, you don't hurt other people, you are entitled to it. You know what I'm saying? So let's live a life. Absolutely, man. I always talk about being black, blind, and Jewish, right? People don't think that those three things wow. kind of go together. You know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> that's my life, right? I love Interesting. it. Wow. Thank you, boss. This is incredible, the connections that we make in this room. Um, and with that said, I'm going to actually take a moment to reset the room. Thank you all again to my fellow Rise and Grind hosts, guests, every single person who joined, listened, watched, shared. We appreciate each and every one of you. Dora Maria, you always comment. Yan joining us from Hong Kong. Kim, Fanzo, Mary Lynn, Christina, Core, GI popping in over here as one of the top LinkedIn creators and someone who has audio over there. We can't wait to hear more from you. Talisha, Danielle, Angeline, Michael, Judy. I mean, I could go through this whole room. Clifton, Vanessa, Kayvon, we are so grateful each and every one of you joined us this morning and Keith Bowman is our guest co-host. And if you don't know where you are, you are in Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire's Breakfast Club, your opportunity to get a seat at the table. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.